The topic is the impermanence of everything and what to do about it. Have options. When you have options, everything in life becomes easier. Sometimes when you have too many options, it becomes overwhelming. But this post is specifically for girls that have put themselves in situations that they don't feel like they can get out of. This might come across as a bit of a depressing episode, but it's not meant to be that way. And it's something that we just need to embrace because it's true for every single one of us. And trying to hold on tight to things that are going to fall away is not only pointless, but it's counterproductive. Everything in life is impermanent. From the stuff that we buy, to the relationships with all the people we know because everyone dies, down to our own bodies because eventually we will die too. There's something unexplainably enlightening when you're really able to let go of the outcome you thought was going to happen and shift your life gracefully in a new direction. The best ways I know of to not feel stuck. Number one, have money. Number two, have friends. Number three, know how to take advantage of the resources available because of the internet. Let's start with number one, and I really would place this at number one. Because people, friends, come and go, and you never know who's going to actually be available when you need them the most. But money is something you can always count on to get you out of, I think, just about every single situation. Other than, of course, a dangerous one with a crazy person that doesn't give a shit if you offer them money or not. Money is the answer to a way out of everything. If you have money, you can get an Uber, get on a plane, rent an apartment or a room and start a new life. Or you can just keep traveling to new places and making a new life every single day, as long as you have the money. Money is the answer. If we want to live life to the fullest, the answer is money. With money, relationships are happier. I'm sure most of you probably know that a lot of marriages end in divorce because of money. Resources are pure. You can buy better food, more organic food, clean food. Life is more exciting. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's more adventurous and definitely more comfortable. Life is whatever you want when you have the money. I hate to say it to a degree, but I guess I'm kind of accepting it. I'm a hippie that's converting to a capitalist because I realize that in order for me to take care of my family, live how I want to, do what I want to, be who I want to be, which is completely freaking free, I have to have money. And a lot of it. If you're hearing my voice right now, you're in the same position as me. Unless you live in a tribe, or you grow your own food, or you have your own clean water supply, we all have to have money to get the things that we actually need for life. Not just want, but need. I realize how many people have a problem with money. It's time to let that go. It's time to decide you are going to become rich. Number two is friends. Family is important to have, but I think having friends that you can rely on is even better. For a couple of reasons. One is, with family, it hurts more when they say no. It's also harder for them to say no, even if it's superimposing on them. And besides that, it just feels better to have friends that you know want to help you instead of a family member that feels obligated to help you. That being said, I've put myself in quite a few pinches that my sister has helped dig me out of. But in most cases, I've desperately not wanted to ask her because I knew the look I was going to get. And a lot of them have been very uncomfortable for both of us. She's helped me out quite a few times. So little sister, if you're listening to this, if you ever find out about my podcast, thank you very much for every time you've ever helped me. I'm going to get into a story now about how having options with friends that truly care about you can help you and make life feel so much better. But everything I'm about to say about how nice it is to have friends, this doesn't mean you should 
ever become friends with people just because you think you can get something out of them. I feel like friendship should be about helping each other grow, not holding each other down. If you think you can help the other person grow, you see potential in them and you know they want more out of life, be friends with them. But if they become toxic in your life, let them go. Yes, that can be super hard, but if you want to reach your fullest potential, you can't have someone dragging you down all the time. It's too difficult to reach your goals when you have someone like that in your life. And the other thing is, don't become friends with someone just because you think that they can get you somewhere, but you have no intention of adding value to their life. Don't be that person. It's incredibly unattractive. Add value to people's lives and people will be attracted to you. And when you're down and out, they'll do what they can because they want to help you. As I was writing this last night, it made my eyes tear up. So the story that I'm about to tell you started about a month ago. I thought me and my fiancé for sure were going to break up. I mean, we had a huge fight, and he talked about us splitting up, and to me that was as good as him saying we were done. So, of course, being the little nomad I am, after about five minutes of feeling horrible, I had to really start game planning my next move. Like, actual move, move. I hadn't been to work. I had barely any money. I needed, because he'd been taking care of me, he's still taking care of me, I needed to decide where I wanted to move, how I was going to be able to rent a room or get an Airbnb or couch surf until I had enough money to pay for an apartment, or did I want to move back in with my parents? It would save me money, but I would be living in a little town that didn't have a strip club. I would be able to help my dad with projects around the house and help take care of my mom, who could absolutely use the care. But was it to my highest and best good? I want to help my family maybe more than anything in the world, but I truly believe that the best way I can actually help them is to make money. When I make money, I can move them to a different location that's nicer, where it's sunny so that they can walk on the beach, get grounded, and get plenty of vitamin D from the sunshine. I can buy my mom a hyperbaric chamber so that she can get full oxygen through her body and brain. I can take her to a specialist that can tell us if she has heavy metals in her brain, which might be preventing her, which are probably preventing her from being able to think clearly. I can get them a chef that can help make them super healthy meals every day, etc., etc., etc. There's a lot I'll be able to do to help them as soon as I have the money to. So I started thinking about the best places to work and live. What was I going to do? I did a vlog about this while it was actually happening. It was depressing though. I'm not going to post it. But I started planning on going to work at least three more times before my flight to see my parents, which was actually coming up that week. So I didn't think... I didn't think my fiancé would kick me out before then, but I've definitely been kicked out of places before, especially for not sleeping with people. I knew my fiancé wouldn't kick me out for something like that, but I've dealt with so much shit staying with other people that the idea of him telling me to leave or me just wanting to leave because of being super uncomfortable was right there at the forefront of my mind. So this all brought me to the feeling of now I need to work because I have to. And if you've been stripping for any length of time, I'm pretty sure we all know how that feels. It can be hard to go to work when you have to go. I know in the situations that I've literally had to go to work, it's been super depressing and hard for me. It's been much easier historically for me to go when I didn't need to, and I'm willing to bet the same is true for you. When you're working on a goal, when you have a great reason to go, other than you're desperate, work can be fun because you're going because you have a goal. Like You want to achieve something and you know that these people can help you achieve that goal. Guys can feel the desperate on you when you go in being desperate. I promise you, they can. People are just becoming more aware. I think a lot of people anyway, maybe not the drunk ones, but a lot of people. 
which is another reason to be smart with your money and save up to at least six months of rent so in, in case something happens, you've got a cushion. You've really got a safety net. It can be a real lifesaver sometimes. I've put away some money, but it's not easily accessible at all, and it's, which is good. I, I basically have kind of written it off. Like, I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to pretend like it doesn't exist, and hopefully it'll take off like a rocket to the moon uh, at some point in time. So... So I went to the beach so I could get out of the house and attempt to think clearly about how my upcoming week was going to change before I left California and probably never came back. And I got a text from my favorite girl in the world. If you're in the Facebook group, you probably know who I'm talking about. She's one of those people that I think about and I'm so incredibly grateful for. Historically, I've been a very to-myself kind of person. I've always wanted more, and I've always been very particular. Since I was in my late teens, I've heard that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And after really thinking about it and seeing who I associated myself with, that scared me into not wanting to hang out with anyone. Something I want to say real quick about friendships is they're not like a regular relationship. When you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, there's a clear-cut time when y'all break up. We're done. It's over. No more. Probably won't even still be friends. But when you're friends with someone and you decide they're really quite toxic to be around, most people find it super hard and socially unacceptable to tell your friend, we're done. And this is a huge reason to be selective with the people you become friends with. Choose your friends wisely because it's hard to break up with them. All that being said, I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful for my beautiful friend in Florida. And that day that I went to the beach trying to plan my next literal move before I even went back to the house, she texted me and she said that her daughter and her really missed me and that, quote, my room was waiting for me anytime I was ready. She had given me a room in her house when I came to visit. The amount of stress and pressure that instantly fell off of me was indescribable. I had a place to go with a club in a rich area nearby that I could instantly start making money in. Find people that you truly admire, people that you have great conversations with, people that you respect and have fun with, and become friends with them. Keep in touch with them and try to add value to their lives however you can. People are so important. Relationships with the right people are so important. And third, leveraging the internet. I was in Nevada staying with a girl I used to work with, and while she was going out to work to make money, I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life. I was very unhappy. I went with her to Nevada so that I could walk around casinos and wait for guys to ask me to play so I could make money that way instead of going to strip. I had been out there before to do that, and I actually made a lot of money and had, uh, I had fun while I was doing it over a two-week span. But this time was different. The introvert in me wasn't letting me leave the house. We were staying in. So while I was there, desperate for a life change, I started to think about where I could go that had the most money and that I would enjoy the most. I went downstairs and the person that we were staying with had a show on about the wealthiest homes in the United States. And I don't remember exactly how many of them were in Miami, but it was enough to make me realize, I'm going to Miami. But how? I needed a place to stay, I needed the money to get there, and I needed a new job. I couldn't stand the idea of working in a club when I got there. I really needed a life change. So realizing that you can figure out anything you put your mind to, I decided to get on Craigslist and to make a post. I posted something about needing a place to stay, wanting to work for an entrepreneur, and being able to cook, clean, do assistant work, and being an outstanding networker. I love to go to events and meet people, smart people. I, it's one of my favorite things ever. I got a message back the same day from a guy named Ray. 
we worked out a deal that basically he would pay for my flight and take care of all my necessities for the first month, and then he would start paying me. But it was going to be on a trial basis until then, but it was a guaranteed, so he said, one month. I was stoked. I flew to Miami with a new feeling of excitement, accomplishment, and getting a new job with an entrepreneur, trying to surround myself with people that I wanted to be like, and going back to Florida, which I was really missing. I missed the sand between my toes and the year-round bikini weather. So I got to Florida, and I think Ray had someone pick me up, if I remember correctly. But when I got to his place, a beautiful apartment in a rich area of Miami, and I very quickly realized that he lived in a one-bedroom apartment, and he didn't even have a couch I could sleep on. It was two one-seater chairs in the living room, so that meant I was either sleeping in the bed with him or sleeping on the floor in the living room. So, what does any good entertainer do that is trying to keep peace with the people around her and just get through life? I went to his alcohol cabinet. Vodka quickly became my best friend at his house. I had a list of chores to do and I was running literally on a couple hours of sleep and nowhere to actually sleep. To make a long story short, after sleeping on the floor for three days and giving him a massage where he asked if he could be naked and ended up with a huge boner that came above the towel that I placed over him, He realized I didn't want to have anything to do with him like that, and things went bad really fast. So I'm in Miami. He hasn't paid me a dime, and he tells me I need to leave. This is after the guaranteed one-month stay there. So I think about it now, and it's, you know, honestly, it still kind of pisses me off. And at the time especially, I was like, fuck. I knew leaving was better than staying with him, but fuck. That was short-lived, and I didn't have a plan. That was my plan. So super fortunately, my sister happened to live within walking distance. Crazy, right? So I walked out of his apartment and went to the pool and called my sister. This was actually supposed to be a shout out to Craigslist to find what you're looking for, but I realized that this might not sound like a good shout out, but I will say that everything ended up pretty good because of another Craigslist ad I posted. And that's another super long story that I'm not gonna get into, but I ended up staying in Miami for eight months before I decided it was time for me to move on. You never know what you're going to find on Craigslist, good or bad, but it can be a very, very valuable resource for real. Figure out exactly what you want in life and write it down and post it on Craigslist. You never know what you can find, seriously. I have had some very unique stories come from Craigslist, some way better than the story that I just told, but for some reason that was the one I decided to tell. Some other great resources are whatsyourprice.com. We've talked about it on this channel and I can't recommend it highly enough that you actually try it out. You can have guys pay you to go on legit dates with them. I've had guys pay me up to $200. Actually, I think I had a guy pay me almost five. It was a $200 date and then he asked me to come hang out with him just to come hang out and I said no. I had somebody I was going to go give a massage to for I think it was $200 and also someone I met on What's Your Price, a legit massage, nothing more, not that it matters, but it was legit massage and he was like, I'll give you $300 to come back and just watch TV with me and I was like, oh fuck, (laughs) fine, so I did And and that's exactly what happened, we watched TV, I was super bored but he was happy so whatever. But anyway, it's legit dates. You can have guys pay you most likely, the average I think is about 150. So anywhere from 50 to 200, I would shoot for 150 or 200 to go to lunch with people. For real, to go to lunch with them. Or dinner, or breakfast, whatever you want. Drinks, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Anyway, House Carers is another one. This is a site that you can go on vacations or just stay for a while if you need somewhere to live for free for a while. 
They have people from all around the world that need to have their house watched, either because they have pets, plants, or just a really nice house that they need someone to watch while they're out of town. You can find houses to sit for a couple of days or a couple of years, and they're all over the world. Maybe you can find one near a strip club that you want to work at. There's also a site called couchsurfing.com. This has been a very valuable resource to me. Let's say you want to move to another city, but you want to go out there without paying for hotels just to check out the city, maybe work for a night or two at a club and see if you actually want to live there. You can find people on the site that will, quote, host you, which means they'll let you stay with them for free. They're a host and you're the surfer or guest. If you take advantage of this opportunity, please be respectful of whoever you're staying with. I think it's an unwritten rule that if you're on couch surfing, you need to be a respectful person and a cool person. Don't leave their house messy, and if you're planning on going there and working, tell them why you're in town. Or work on day shifts so you're not coming into their home super late. But make sure you tell them if you're going to go to work and ask them that it's okay. Make sure you put that in your post. That you're going there and you're planning on working at a strip club for a night or two. Because it's not okay to go stay with somebody, leave the house at 9pm and come back at 2am. It's their home and they don't know you. So let them know what's going on. So these are some major resources utilizing the internet that could really help you. I'm going to end it here. Have backup options and always be ready to adapt. It's super important. Don't dwell in the past. Remember this quote, it's not the strongest that survive, nor the most intelligent. It's the most adaptable to change. Embrace impermanence because everything is impermanent and everything is going to change. Learn how to adapt quickly and embrace it. Even if it's not ideal, embrace it and be thankful for it because you can always improve on how it is now and make it better to change to something else because it's going to change again anyway. Take care. Stay positive. I hope you have a wonderful day. Ciao.